Hello, this is present day Gabby and Charlotte. This is the past Charlotte, actually. <laughs> Get it right, no, Gabby. She looks pretty present to me. It will be kind of. You said do a quick intro, <laughs> and we've already started rambling. This is a quick introduction no to rambling. a very special episode. Yes. Basically, our podcast has turned to shit. What? Oh, I see. <laughs> Genuine reaction. Unearthed yes. an unaired episode that was uh, miraculously found recently. Yes. Um, all about sewage. Uh-huh, so we recorded it nearly three years ago. Gabby's, what, your computer malfunctioned? No, but no. I don't want to get into it. This is not part of the... <laughs> okay. It's, it's here, and we're excited that it's here. Yes. Yeah. We just re-listened to it, and we wanted to do a quick intro, mainly for me to say that I laugh a lot at how Gabby pr- uh, pronounces the word sewage. Uh, so I laugh a lot about how she pronounces it, and then <laughs> boldly go on to pronounce it incorrectly myself the entire podcast. I'm not going to lie. We're so dumb. We've grown up yeah. so much in the last few years. Guys, you'll be shocked to your core to see how stupid we were three years ago. I'm kind of regretting agreeing to actually releasing this. It's a little embarrassing. This is why we're doing the disclaimer in the beginning. Big disclaimer. Yeah. Also, apologies for the cicadas, which we then apologize for yeah, later yeah, it's in the not, podcast. We, we cannot just have our podcast as massive apologies. No, but I do like how you said the cicadas just show up more often and they do yeah we tend to exclusively only record during cicada season um yeah i mean there's a few things that i think i would have liked to correct in the second half actually there's been a lot happening with poo in wellington oh since then yeah there's been lots of burst pipes there was fatberg like last november when there was like that massive sewage spillage it was like twenty thousand liters of sewage into our um ocean because of all the wet wipes and oh, oil really? that we put down the drain I've been telling Ash yeah. to not use wet wipes and there's also like the whole you <laughs> <laughs> won't appreciate that oh well um, and then yeah there was that whole conversation about you know we I think we you mentioned briefly at the end of the podcast there that you know a lot of the um, waste from the treatment goes into landfills and that's a huge problem because we actually need a lot of general waste to offset that sewage waste so uh, a lot of our like food waste which could be diverted into composting goes into our landfills to kind of right. deal with the large amount of sewage waste so there's just a lot of topics that we haven't researched or oh there is not a single second half of our podcast that we could listen back to and go no further explanation required they all require further explanation from oceans i think we nailed it on oceans oh really this is my favorite go listen to oceans everyone. don't listen to this don't listen to this <laughs> but if you do listen to it enjoy it it was from three years ago when we still lived together and yeah we had fun listening to it so i hope you enjoy it yeah thank you thank you bye hey everyone welcome to we know everything i'm charlotte and i'm gabby and this is a podcast where we share our knowledge of everything for your learning yeah and for our own learning (laughs) we take uh the second half of the podcast to um review everything that we have said and maybe correct a thing here and there and uh we are encouraging um learning and bettering ourselves yeah so we're going to talk about a subject which we know like haven't studied at all and just see what kind of knowledge you have of that subject that you've just picked up from general living um, and then we go back and research the topic and find out whether we knew everything about it or not. And, you know, yeah. so far we have not known everything about anything. <laughs> we have varying degrees of success. Varying degrees of success. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's not, yeah. <laughs> um, well, this one's an interesting one this week. Um, it was your idea, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, I feel like it was. Now, yeah. I don't want to say the word because, Why? I don't know, but I can't pronounce it properly. 
It is a tricky one. It is like one where I mentioned it to one of our flatmates and she laughed at me and said I was pronouncing it wrong. Is this the American flatmate? Yes, it is. Well, that's not Well, now I'm unsure of everything. I want to say swearage. Whoa, that is really wrong. <laughs> Sorry, Rachel. You are, <laughs> you are an idiot. What the hell? Say that again. Swearage. I feel like canceling this podcast. I feel like canceling this podcast and calling the police and saying, get this woman out of my house. Okay, so... The worst pronunciation I've ever heard. That's like someone calling the sky the jug. Swearage. Okay, you say it. Sewerage. That's exactly what I'm saying. No. You're saying swearage. There's definitely a W in there. No, it's a difference. Because you know how you say sewer? Sewer. So swearage. Wait, I see it. What the hell? I hear it. Yeah. That was a great way to make a point in case yourself. Okay, so sewage. 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 Oh my God, now you've got sewage. 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 Yeah, do you say it with a W or just a sewage? Yeah, so the... (laughs) Anyway, it's how about we make it more simple? Poo. (laughs) (laughs) And what happens to it? Yeah, what happens to your poo? (laughs) Yeah, basically the oceans, because we did an episode, which I quite enjoyed, on oceans last Mm. time. Now we're doing the oceans of human excrement. Yes. The man-made ocean. Man-made ocean. (laughs) These ones aren't as fun. Okay. (laughs) But still mysterious, because I don't know... I think <laughs> mysterious think, underground poo oceans. Yeah, <laughs> are as mysterious exact as the, same the depths of the oceans. Mm-hmm. What lives there? What does live there? <laughs> How do the tides work? What can it teach us about life on other planets? <laughs> All right. So, well, it, it came to me probably on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Something did definitely spark it. All right. But, what is your your base knowledge? Right, Explain okay. everything that happens from base the moment knowledge. of release. Here we release. go. Okay. First, where that comes to my mind, pipes. I'm seeing lots of pipes. I've seen TV shows. People get down into the sewage. Okay. And so they we walk have, like, around big pipes, which sometimes flood, and there's rats and there's poo, and then it goes around, and then it gets treated, and then we drink it again. I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> I felt. I feel like it getting treated and we drink it again is something that they're trying to introduce. I don't oh. think it's like don't do other countries have it? Does New Zealand not have it? Other countries I don't have think it? Our tap water is old poo water. Hmm. I don't know, Gabby. <laughs> the more you find out, the more you realize everything's poo water. I'm just realizing how <laughs> the little I know. back to our skincare episode. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so yeah, I just think it's a lot. But bunch of pipes, they treat it and they like release it back into the wild. It's like when they find <laughs> injured animals. <clears throat> And they take them to the vets, they fix up their leg, and then they have a very beautiful scene. Of- Can a domesticated poo be reintroduced into a wild habitat? <laughs> and it does find it hard to think for itself. <laughs> there's it been known right? cases. I don't know. I haven't seen little poos in zoos lately, so... <laughs> I'm sure it is. Okay, but why doesn't... Okay, why... Well, okay, what, what, is it, is it some, what's your base knowledge? I'm asking you to mask the fact that I don't know. No, I've, I've said mine. Okay, so you, you like go from the internal intestinal pipes to pipes. I also, <laughs> I agree with the pipe. I think we're both on board with the pipes. Yeah. There's lots of water, there's flushing, there's lots of going underground. Yeah. And so you, it's does underground it get, pipes. But it doesn't just stay underground. We don't have like years and years worth of like swearage. How big are the pipes? That's what I want to know. I don't think they're as big as what we see in the movies. I think maybe there's like the old Can like, we not walk around in them? catacombs and stuff and Paris that are now sewerage things. But don't, I don't you think they have to be pretty big? What? I don't think... The, because... And where do they go? Are they, where are they? It gets <laughs> turned... them. <laughs> what happened? Like, I don't know. Why doesn't it smell? 
Does it get, does it leak into, is this a problem? Does it leak into, because you know how, so is it, who made these pipes? <laughs> pipes. <laughs> who made the poo pipes? Who made the poo pipes? How deep are they? How big are they? You know what I think? Can I walk in them? I think, I see a conspiracy. Well, I think none of us knows what happens to our poo. Yeah. Because no one wants us to know. Because it's too horrifying to think. I think it's more no one wants to know. <laughs> because it's, yeah, I mean, <laughs> why would you? Wow, actually, it's pretty interesting. Oh god, does it get it's, it's pumped back into the ocean? Thought. It must, mustn't it? It must. It must it, get, I think it goes into. You know what? My dad used to work at sewage plants. You should, again, you were cheating. <laughs> yeah, so I know the plants exist, and I know that my dad has worked on them. So that tells me that they smell bad because he's a near consultant. But it's, what it's, happens if they get treated? Waste water treatment centers places yeah there's places that the pipes must run to where they treat the where they treat the poo water that must be unbelievably disgusting my god i think my dad actually invented something to do with sewage that became a worldwide like way of doing it didn't your dad do something with underground water yeah he did i feel like you should need to listen to your dad more (laughs) no it's not that you listen it's very confusing i'm not a chemical engineer like he introduced a thing to do with something that became like the model for how everyone did it with sewage. Okay. Yeah. Well, I feel like there are initiatives to turn it back into drinking water, but I feel like that doesn't exist yet. I don't know. I, I don't know. Because isn't do people always even make jokes about like London, how you're drinking water that's gone through like so many other people? Like I feel like London. I feel like big cities. Mm, I know, okay, all right. From like vague memories, I know with plumbing you get two different types of water. So you have the grey water, which is the water that you use to shower and like you water your garden and stuff. Is this with. in other countries? This here. This everywhere. You have grey water. That's just what water, it's called. I thought our water was the same bathroom and t- kitchen tap. No, I'm pretty sure it's two different ones. Why do I always. Mm, Probably not in our house. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think, you know what? I think growing up they definitely were the same. Because I remember my mum used to always say that. Like, if, she, if we wanted to get a drink of water and she was in the dishes, then she like, just go get it from the bathroom. She's like, it's the same water. No, I feel like it's different water. And they call it grey water. It's not that it's grey. It's they call it grey water, Crushes which is... used to have, apparently, the best drinking water in the entire world. We no longer do think because of the earthquakes. But we, I think we used to, because we used to have, like... Where's your water coming from? It's coming from, like, a deep underground river. It's, like, a thousand years old or whatever. And it was, like, when she, like, some of the purest water in the world. And seriously, coming out to Wellington, the water tasted bad in comparison. Where does our water come from in Wellington? I don't know. This is I know where the water came from in the city that I grew up in because I would have learned that at school. Although we had the Harder Piersport Dam, which was outside of Johannesburg. So it was like a big dam. And that's where all our drinking water came from. Yeah. And a couple of years ago, Cape Town had that thing where they were going to run out of water. Oh, and I followed yeah. that. But in New Zealand, where I've lived and now I'm a citizen of, I don't know where our water comes from. No. Underground. I know that much. But this is not so So it does come underground, from underground. Yeah. So how are they fitting... Massive pipes and then underground reservoirs and then the core of the earth. How does that all fit? (laughs) Too much. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, but that's that's what I have on sewage. I think it's treated and I think potentially pumped back out into the ocean. Okay, I get that it's treated, but then what happens to all the poo? I think that was just. I I guess they they sift it out. Yeah, like those big, big scoopy things. They have at pools. Have you seen those that lifeguards have to scoop out the poos? You think that it's the whole bunch of people just scooping out? That's what they do. That's that's one hundred percent real. No, that's all they do is a poo in the pool. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, in the pool, in the pool. Yeah. But I'm just saying that's not. They don't have millions of but people with nets <laughs> picking up every single person who lives in New Zealand's 
How many times do people do a Lifeguards don't do much. That's probably a second job. <laughs> I had a friend who was a lifeguard for about five years and she did and she never did anything other than ask kids to stop running. That's true. And scoop poo. And probably scoop poo. People don't die, drown that much in pools. It's, it's, it's awful for lifeguards. It's so bored. Do we use our human waste as a fertilizer or something? Is that something? Because I don't think it's the best fertilizer. I think, yeah. I don't know what happens when they treat it. I know there's a lot of chemicals. I think there's probably mm. some questions about how good that... Well, because that's the thing is flushing stuff. Not only is it... I, mean, I think it's very wasteful the amount we flush our toilets. But surely the all the toilet cleaner stuff that we put... put down them must have must make it harder to treat it oh yeah and so much toilet paper i don't think that would be much of a problem they would they would just com- that, that would comp- compost okay what about pads and tampons and <sighs> i think those are a problem yuck the thing that the reason why i always think about it is it's such a horrifically disgusting thought hmm what about the whole thing about like people flushing down goldfishes and then apparently in the sewers there are these massive goldfish and alligators? I've heard these stories from other countries. Oh, I've heard this from New York. I've heard mm. things of like like massive alligators and stuff yeah, that yeah. live in the sewers. Yeah, and goldfish. Do they not? Do they flush live goldfish down? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, why are they flushing live ones down? <laughs> I'm sure that, that's. I feel like it's like a pun. I feel like like my cousin flushed out goldfish down the toilet. I think it's something kids actually do a lot with fish. As they see a fish, they think it's in water. I'll put it in some more water. They're trying to release it into the wild, much like your dad tries to with poos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nothing should be kept in cages. Does, that, does that happen in Finding Nemo? They go down the sewers. Do they? Mm, I think maybe Finding Dory. They do. Okay, I'm we're talking to the mic. Whoops. Okay, so, so I f- feel like human waste goes into the ocean. Yeah. And I'm not happy with that. <laughs> well, it's, I, I feel like the treating process must somehow get rid of the poos. I don't know how. I'm presuming they pour chemicals into it, like just into, like, break it up. Mm. Misc science. Yeah, exactly. Miscellaneous science occurs. And there could be some some sort of creatures living in our sewage pipes. I'm just They could fascinated. be huge underground systems do they ever ex- they must be so deep because you've never heard of them exploding up through the ground have you like you know how a water carrier pipe will like burst and they'll shoot water out oh uh, yeah no i haven't heard that with but you've never heard it with sewage what about after the earthquakes did anything happen like that was there any like maybe do you see any poos did i see any poos hmm oh i've seen so many poos in my life it's hard to because that'll be when you start so. realizing all the infrastructure around you is when things yeah, break yeah. down no, I can't. Maybe some happened. But Ooh, I can't remember Actually, it. I, well, the place I was working at over the summer, yeah. they had a massive, and I won't say where, but they had a massive um, pipe explosion. Yeah. And it stunk so badly. And it was like this important place that a lot of people went to all the time. And they had to really? remain open and they had all these events and stuff running. And it just smelled so bad in the underground offices and the car oh parks and stuff. God. And there was, like, the lady in reception for the staff part, and she would just sit there with an air freshener and, like, periodically just, like, try and mask. So you'd come in and it would stink, and it would just be, like, a bad smell masked with air freshener. And I think that air freshener make the smell worse. I don't think they make it worse. It's just they – I think it's embarrassing when you smell them because someone – because you can still smell what's happened in there. But it's like someone's now tried to put, like, a – Really acidy smelling apricot smell on the top, yeah. and then and then everything smells like you know if you've ever used a toilet freshener, that scent in the real world just reminds you of poo. Yeah, 
and someone's shame about it, yeah. and that's worse. It smells like poo and shame. Yeah, yeah. bad smell. Hmm. It smells like. No wait, don't worry. So there must be there must be times where things burst. Like you don't hear a lot of it because I mean they kept it really hush hush. And yeah, I mean it's not an attractive thing, is it? No, not but I I just can't. It must happen. I can't think of it ever happening. And it makes me think that they, that they must be lower than water mains. Mm. Well, yeah, otherwise they, they also... Because water mains... We'd be able to smell it, wouldn't we? Like, the oh. amount of people who are going to the bathroom all the time. But if it's... So it needs to be low down as well in order for it... Yeah. But then, I mean... Where are the sewage treatment plants, I wonder? Small towns... Is that all they do? That's why they exist, is because they treat. But then how difficult Maybe. is it to transport all the sewage to these treatment plants? Or just through the pipes. Yeah, but there'd be some sort of pumping mechanism. I guess. To move them around. I guess, yeah. I'm just wondering how much all of this costs. <laughs> do you think we should stop? <laughs> think it's a waste of money. <laughs> we should all get compostable Let's go toilets. Back to, well, we actually, we probably should do that. I was going to suggest go back to like medieval England and just poo in the street again. Do you know how compostable toilets work? Yeah. I used a compostable toilet over the summer. I wasn't a fan, but I grew a girl on me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is it just... It is poo and then you sprinkle what we sprinkle over our compost. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just a big thing of chaff and... Ah. Yeah. I thought that there, was, there had to be another step for it to be... Like legal, or because I know people have problems getting compostable toilets in their households and stuff. Um, I like a step with like paperwork. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't ask if you could just poo wherever you want. Maybe I should have. <laughs> no, you can't just poo wherever you want. And I know what you're thinking because Gabby lives in a little house outside the main flat and often wishes she had a compostable toilet. So she's it would make my life easier. Yeah, just trying to see if she can get grants to get one. Mm. Yeah, I think you do have to. Yeah, you do have to. Have permission for it. You gotta do it right, I guess. You can't have someone doing it wrong. Because I know that here in New Zealand we have a lot of problems with. Well, people always blame freedom campers, but whoever it is, but a lot of like tourists or people using the trails and stuff who go off and relieve themselves oh, really? in the middle of the trails instead of using allocated toilets or porta potties and stuff like that. And apparently that's really terrible for our environment. Probably. So is that just because you know it doesn't get chance to actually turn into compost because it's just sitting on the top of everything and it's like decomposing and not being mixed up with all the right stuff to actually turn into compost? I don't know. Is that that our diets are so bad that our poo can no longer compost? Maybe. <laughs> no, I feel like it can. It just needs like an extra layer of treatment. It's too much. Chaff. Chaff. <laughs> yeah. Just lots of carbon. <laughs> yeah. Mix up with all the nitrogen. The composting toilet was, was, was fine. Mm. I think she just had she just had to empty it. And that's just, that's just so gross. God, that's such a gross thought. Mm. A bucket full of... Oh, so yuck. Is it necessary that we use as much water as we do in our toilet systems? Um, sometimes I feel like we need more water. <laughs> uh, I mean, probably, no, I'm sure it is. I mean, I think flushing the toilet is one of the biggest wastes we have of water. Yeah. Do we, we need to like, cause I remember when I was younger, unless you've, when we had like droughts and stuff in South Africa, we would like be told to put a brick in the tank, which stops it from filling as with as much water. Cause it was something like nine uh, liters of water every time you flush. Yeah. It's a huge amount. So it's a huge waste of water. Is it just because our standards are too high? Maybe that we expect a certain amount of like uh, hygiene around the whole experience, or is it like an actual concern with hygiene 
to. I don't know. Use that much water. But what I'm now thinking about, I drifted while you're talking about that. Oh, thank you. Is I'm fascinating. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad I'm podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> this kind of critical Our response. would have loved that <laughs> hygiene, water, poo discussion. No, I'm just. What think- I started to think about. <laughs> Are we too <laughs> precious, or is it an actual hygiene concern? Yeah, was my point. I don't know, but I feel like there's a good chance we are being too precious. What I was thinking about was the history of sewage. Like, what do people do before we, like, surely if they're that deep, what, what's... Wasn't it the people would just throw it out the windows? Didn't you have that stories of, like, medieval London? That's what I said, yeah. Ah, medieval I London living the street. <laughs> this is a podcast with the two people don't listen to each other. And that, that bodes well. Um, yeah, so you used to just shit in the streets. But, but the Romans had sewage systems, didn't they? I'm they had aqueducts. They had ways of transporting uh, water and stuff around. That's a sewage system. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Wasn't it a way of getting things up hills? I don't know. Because Romans lived living up in the hills. That's I know much about the suburbs aqueducts. came from. Oh, Obviously, no python. Yeah. <laughs> I think they did. Anyway, it would be interesting to know about the history of, like, what about the cultures done with sewage? Like, where did, you know, what, what did it look like in New Zealand? Before we had a sewage system, before we had these pipes underground. Because I'm thinking it must be fairly, to get them that deep underground. People like, just dug a massive hole in the garden. Is that what it was though? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe there was someone who came around once a week and, and picked up your, it. Yeah. Could be. That'd be interesting to find out. People would go in pans. Well, yeah, bed pans. Well, that's for sickly people. No, but that was what they used to like do just in general, isn't it? I remember my mum like, yeah, if you're like a wealthy-ish person, you'd have a bed pan and your maid would like empty the bed pan. Why in the bed? No, no. Like you get out of the bed. It's like a big bus. It's like a big bucket. A fancy bucket. That it's on the ground. It's yeah, not in your yeah, bed. Yeah, it's on your bed. Okay, so you want to go to the bathroom. What, do you, what's the bed? what do you think a bed pan is? It's like when a, someone a is bedridden in, your in bed. hospital. And I thought it's got the word bed in it, so I'm not like far removed from like reality. A, a, a catheter? <laughs> no, like somewhere that you just like, if you're bedridden and you're sick in hospital, then you just do all the stuff What are they called? Colonoscopy bags. Yeah, but that's for something else. That's for, That's for people hospital. who have problems with bowel movements. We'll get into the, <laughs> the semantics. <laughs> I don't think they insert a colonoscopy bag for every single person who's admitted in bed. Oh, yeah, they hospital. do. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first thing they do. Drink your blood pressure, put you in a colonoscopy bag. <laughs> just at your GP, you're just getting a checkup. Yeah. <laughs> just immediately, unless you need to go. <laughs> and that's about my knowledge of sewage. It's as yeah. It so interesting. The history is a mystery. History is a mystery. We think the Romans may have done it. We're probably wrong. Probably wasn't the. Ro- it was, and the- medieval people threw it out their windows, and it was someone's job. It was just sort of stunk all the time. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like modern would stink more because our diets are so disgusting. Yeah. I don't know. Like why? Because it's what I. Well, what made me start to think about that was like, why is it when humans poo on the trails, it causes a problem? When but when animals do it, it doesn't. Yeah, it's probably so what's wrong with to our, do with what's wrong with us? Yeah, a lot <laughs> is wrong with us. Also, but is that it? I don't find dog poo as disgusting as human oh, poo. Oh, hell no! It is because of our diets. No yeah. other animals poo apart from maybe cows. Even cow poo is nowhere near as disgusting as human poo. Yeah. Because you, you go to farms grass. and stuff, you just walk through everyone's poo and you're yeah, like happy as Larry. Yeah, it's because they're different to mud. But human poo is just disgusting. Mm. And I wonder if it's less hygienic to have around because of our diets. I wonder. That will be yeah. interesting to find out whether that's... Well, because that must... Well, what else could be the reason why humans can't poo in national parks and 
other animals can. Well, I know that you can get like there's like you can get cholera against. from drinking water that's been contaminated by human poo. So, so there must be human poo then. Mm. Why are we so yuck? We are yuck. Yeah, we should really not be superior <laughs> over other animals. I think we're better at treating our dogs than we are ourselves. We make sure that they exercise regularly, they have good diets. Like the minute they're sick, we like look after them straight away. I mean, this is probably, you know, we kind of yeah. keep their population at bay you to a certain extent. Yeah. We should treat ourselves like we treat them. <laughs> Get, you know, cut off their genitals, take them away from their mothers. We're great. Dogs do have it better. <laughs> Wish us a talk. We are great. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of grey areas, Charlotte. Yeah. I still want a dog. <laughs> I think you know, I think you're saying that you thought a dog had a better life than you in terms no, of how I'm it was just treated. Saying, I'm just saying that it obviously has a better diet than we do, or we're more vigilant about keeping our dogs having a good diet and well-exercised. This is what happens when somebody else part. feeds you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Maybe none of us should be in charge of our own diets. Probably not. Or our own <laughs> bowel movements. That's why we're trying to let Nadia Lim become in charge of our diets. Because we know we can't be trusted. Isn't that what she's trying to do? Yeah, exactly. Huh. I think let's embrace that. Yeah, she's like, you guys are busy. I'll do this. Yeah. <laughs> also, you guys are disgusting and can't eat right. I'll do this. Yeah. And then we can use everyone's poo for composting and no one will get cholera. That could be the that could be the world that we're missing out on. That should be her tagline. <laughs> right. Well, we'll be back. Um, it'll sound like just a brief second. We'll be back in a week to discuss our poo revelations. Yeah, and I'm really excited to know no, no. <laughs> to speak too excited English. to speak. I'm really excited to know more about um, our own waste. Yeah. And that is a genuine it's, thing. I don't know. It's kind of it's self-discovery. Yeah. It's also just like... Finding... Yeah. It's like just mystery, which is always exciting. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, it's a mystery. All right. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. This is the second half, obviously. <laughs> um, um, before we begin... Idiots. I, <laughs> I just like to apologize for the quality of the first half you may have heard a, a buzzing sound um and that was actually gabby's brain trying to work <laughs> she shouldn't have tried think about poo yeah. <laughs> no it was the cicadas um cicadas time in new zealand <laughs> i would like to not apologize for the cicadas in the background because i think they add to the content um and I want to invite them as a guest onto all of our shows. Actually, I do want to do the next podcast on cicadas. So, <laughs> so. we'll just say this now. So we cement this. Because they're kind of interesting. Okay, I'm actually not going to go into no, that. No. Sorry <laughs> about the cicadas. And if the sound quality sounds a bit different now, it's because we're in a different location and we're actually holding our mics. So, yeah, this could all turn to poo, which is a nice segue. <laughs> Very good segue. <laughs> to um, our sewer systems. Um, firstly, an apology for my pronunciation. I think I was <laughs> spelling you, it wrong. That's what you should be apologizing <laughs> for. No one cares about the cicadas. Everyone cares about the idiot's pronunciation. Sorry. Yeah, no. I was spelling it wrong which is like a problem in life that i have in general and i was um, <laughs> saying it how i spelt this it this episode is just gonna be apologies yeah <laughs> actually here I'm, I'm looking at my notes now and i've spelt it wrong on my notes so i learned nothing <laughs> um so this week gabby learned how to write the word um and uh, it failed so <laughs> end of podcast yeah end of week um yeah well interestingly we were kind of right again the thing is like our basic idea of the sewerage system was kind of right because 
what else really could it have been? Oh, it wasn't yeah. like, like we were going to gonna research it and find out that it doesn't go into pipes. No, actually, it just builds up in a mound. If, we, if it was <laughs> going to be a competition, it. I think that you were like more right than I was. Normally, I I'm th- less right. But when it comes to poo, <laughs> when it comes to poo, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, Charles got that <laughs> sus. So okay, we're in good hands over here. So uh, yeah, we'll go right into it—the <laughs> journey of the poo and what happens after we flush. Yeah, I think the journey of the poo is a good way to think of it. Someone wrote an—I uh, was reading an article. Mm. Man, I should actually write down my resources um, for this. But some article, because a lot of, as we will discuss in a little bit, a lot of uh, a lot of our the way the uh, surge gets transported is through gravity. Yeah, and someone started with like half a page on gravity and how it forms universes and everything. And I then, saw a video. Yeah. Say that it started a really grandiose kind of thing about the power of gravity, and then it kind of like for comedy, like switched to, and that's how your poo gets around. I've seen a lot of people talk like a very highly of maybe gravity we should start. Talk, maybe we should, should talk, talk about gravity. I want to talk by not not by roasting gravity. Let's be different. Oh yeah, <sighs> gravity, you bring me down. <laughs> nice. That was good. End of podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not going to top that. <laughs> Um, we end this now. But yeah, so surge systems basically work like this. What I didn't think of, like, before I even get the sentence out of my mouth, I start tangenting. <laughs> so what? So basically, all we want to know with this podcast is what happens after we flush. Um, basically, that. <laughs> just dive into the pipe explanation. <laughs> so there's different pipes of different sizes that eventually lead to the main pipes. So we have a lot thinner pipes that go from our um, home bathrooms and home toilets or business or whatever. And that kind of leads to uh, main pipes. And these mm-hmm. man pipes tend to be a bit bigger and they usually la- r- um, run alongside road systems or creeks or waterways underneath. And um, usually from these main pipes, there are other vertical pipes that um, come to the surface and these ones have a cover on them, which is we all know and love as the manhole covers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all know and love them. Do you want to know an interesting fact about manhole covers? Yes, we all know and love them. Yeah, but they're <laughs> round for a reason. And the reason why they're there round... I want to guess. Can I guess? Yeah. Okay. I think the reason they're round is so people can put square pegs into them and then do a life, like a, a visual demonstration of that old saying that you can't fit a square peg into a round hole. That's what I think it's used for. People wanting to make a metaphorical point. All right. Thank you for delir- <laughs> derailing my fun fact. But the reason why they're round um, is because... Um, if it was square or rectangle, the covers could fall into the pipes. But because if it's round, it actually can't fall into it. So if you imagine a rectangle, the rectangle was on the wrong end with the small side. Um, but a square, they're all the same side. No, but if you go diagonally, it can fit down. Ah. Mm, but round, it can't fall back in. So it's just a way of keeping your manhole covered. Is that why most things have round lids? No, <laughs> well, I don't think most things have round lids. But they do. Drink bottles. <laughs> no, most things are round lids. All right, we'll we'll figure this out. This will be the name is squeal. Like, what's got a squeal lid? Nothing. Tupperware. No, but that's not Boxes? like a screw one. 
I don't know. You're crazy. <laughs> All right. Anyways, one another we're on like a deep tangent about manhole covers. I don't know why in the middle of our road there's like four manholes next to one another. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, because my car wheels always slip and slide over that large hairpin corner. Mm. And there's like four manhole covers just there, which means that there's like four access points. So I wonder if it's a, a particular… A lot of blockage. Yeah. that's what it's for is people… Yeah will use those access points if a lot of blockage happens. So if people have a you know, big night out, someone's going to be at the manhole the day after. Yeah, someone throws enough <laughs> evidence <laughs> down the toilet train. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so they're mainly driven by gravity. So it's as simple as flowing down pipes, which progressively get larger into a main pipe, generally powered by gravity. And those Ideally powered by gravity. Yeah. Because if you um, add... If you um, add a pump system or anything like that, it could be potentially dangerous to the mechanisms because a lot of solids, as we mentioned, a lot of things get flushed down the toilets. And so normal pump systems might struggle with things that are kind of solid. Mm. And um, also... That we do have, that they do have pumps, but they generally yeah. put them far away from if they have to. people. But yeah. I think they would probably have to a lot. Also, they kind of... Like I looked, Wellington's got 45 pump stations. Yeah, that's because we're mostly in valleys. So that's yeah. the problem when you when you don't have when the lay of the land is not in your favor, mm. and there's a lot of up and down hills that you do have to pump water because you can't just have you know everything kind of flowing nicely downstream. Mm. But the problem with pump systems is a it's difficult for pumps. But um, the other thing is that if you're um, creating that amount of uh, movement or turbulence um, with the stuff that's inside our wastewater. Um, you can create a lot of um, dangerous uh, bacterials. A lot of dangerous bacteria and chemicals within can create gases that are quite dangerous. And I think the main one is um, hydrogen sulfide. So usually, so um, apparently they actually explode. That's why they keep yeah. away from people is because they explode. Which I think is pretty funny. And how I would try to lure someone to kill them <laughs> by an exploding sewage pumping station that's got a blockage. Yeah, so there's like two main pumps, grinder pumps and lift stations, and they're all both used to move wastewater uphill, and a lot of them are far removed from society because they, um, uh, whilst pressurising your poop, they also <laughs> tend to explode. Explode your poop. Yeah, explode your poop. So, yeah, gravity <laughs> is the best system in terms of getting everything down, which actually... It didn't really go into much mm. whether or not there's any sort of wildlife or like goldfish colonies no. or alligators and stuff. But I'm wondering with things that are moving that much into to a certain location. Yeah. You know, the water's not exactly stagnant. It was probably not ideal for any form of I life. don't think things are living down no. there. I don't know about New York size sewers, but I saw sewers, the, the size of the pipes, because that was something that clearly fascinated me listening back to that podcast. They're like three by four feet. So it's like big, but it's not huge. Yeah. It's not big enough to really – could you walk on that? Oh, I guess you could. You could crouch down there. You can crouch down there. But they're not yeah. huge. No. Um, so not gonna, we're going to have a massive chase, cinematic chase scene through a three, two, five-foot pipe. What a shame. <laughs> what a shame. Yeah. And those are all flowing into the wastewater treatment plants. Mm-hmm. So that's where every kind of sewage ends up. Wellington's got three. Um, if anyone wants to go visit them, there's three of them. You tick them all off. Well, not like every kind of sewage. Do you mean like um, things like stormwater, um, rainwater, which is the same as stormwater and sewage? Because there is some sewage that goes to septic tanks and not to the treatment plants. Is it? Yeah, probably not in Wellington though. Yeah. Yeah. I've got my Wellington sewage <laughs> um, facts. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but I think, well, if, I'm presuming that'd be for like cities. That's where it would, it would all yeah, end up. Yeah, because of regulation. What I didn't think of together. is how it's not just the toilet. It's also sinks. It's also showers. It's like everything. 
it drains. That's pretty obvious, but I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, and, and also stormwater and stuff. Yeah. And in saying that, this is probably another, like, apology for something I got wrong in the first half of the podcast when I said that the grey water was the water that came out in your uh, out of your faucet when you're doing things like showering and um, uh, using the taps in the bathroom or whatever. Actually, that was wrong. Grey water is a term that's used for the water that is not contaminated by any fecal matter, so things that go down the drain, such as your bath water or your uh, dishwasher or your washing machine, etc., etc. And then usually the term for... Um, Water that is contaminated by fecal matter is black water. So, oops, I got that wrong. Sorry, not sorry. You're forgiven. Thank you. Um, should we talk about the history? Oh, um, wait, should we, talk about, we should talk about the process. The so, process through the treatment plant? Yeah. I can give like a, because I feel like you'll have a more in-depth one. I can give a general. Yeah. I can share it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, go for it. Well, we said it was MISC science. And I feel like that's a good way of describing it because it's just a lot of fun science uh, to turn poo water into drinking water, and it does turn into drinking water. Yeah, I and was in wrong fact, again. they don't publicize it for obvious reasons. But so generally, how we get it, like we get it, it gets pumped back into the ocean, or they pump it back into like bodies of water. So we're drinking it through that kind of system, like it's going back into our bodies of water, and then water cycle. But a lot of places do have it straight from the sewage treatment plant. So. It goes, you know, and things only take like 24 hours. So what was all the water carrying all the waste 24 hours later is drinkable water. And it's just as good as water that's been put into like a body of water first. It's just as safe for you. Yeah. They just don't advertise it because for some reason people don't like the idea. No. But yeah, it's just like just the same. So the, the system's amazing. Mm. The fact they can turn that into drinkable water in 24 hours. Good job. Humans. Yeah, and we're amazing. a new system. Um, we're going to go into the history a little bit more. But previously, kind of, it was just like there was no treatment plant. It was basically no. wastewater straight into bodies of water, and then that became drinking water. Now there is that step in between with the treatment plants, which are becoming increasingly more, um, obviously, with the huge turnaround that they do have in order to become drinking water, which is quite amazing, mm. um, which is not exactly what we have here in Wellington because our wastewater goes back into our rivers and um, that kind of stuff first. Um, which then gets treated once again to become drinking water. Um, but there's quite a lot that goes into um, what happens to the wastewater once it gets to the treatment plant. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, there's a bit of um, getting all the big pieces and stuff. So there's bars and grit chambers that get rid of all the sand and dirt and big objects. And then it goes into a primary treatment facility or sometimes it's called a primary um, clarifier and that works a lot like a septic tank, which is another form of waste management that if you're not um, – ha- if wherever you live it doesn't have access to a sewage plant, you're probably using a septic tank. And that boils down to basically just a large body of water sitting there and some scum rises to the top and solids are uh, sink to the bottom, which are then um, disposed of or incinerated. And then um, basically the settlement and separation of the water means that the water clears out a little bit. And then from that, it goes into a secondary t- treatment. And um, in the secondary treatment, it basically removes organic materials and nutrients with the help of bacteria, which is quite interesting. So mm-hmm. it's not, we thought it was treated with some sort of chemicals, but it's actually bacteria. And so they're in large aerated tanks and and bacteria consume about 90% of uh, all the solids and stuff within the wastewater. Um, And uh, yeah, it's those little, little guys who are hungry for your poo. Um, eat it all away, and uh, this kind of 
kind of standard, this bio, instead of a physical process of sifting, more this bio process of yeah. actually getting bacteria to get rid of that. And then um, obviously that bacteria um, then gets kind of sifted out as well. And then it goes into a, a typically not all um, sewage systems, but a lot of them have a tertiary um, system where it gets um, clarified even more so. So it become um, it becomes safe for drinking afterwards and it gets put back yeah. into Yeah, well, like the final, this is people do three different ways of treating it. One was chlorine. That's, I yeah. think people know about that one. So that's when you put chlorine in it. Um, I can't remember the third. It was but the UV light. Well, the UV light was the one that I remember because that's the one that we have in Wellington. They're treated by UV light. And that doesn't actually kill the bacteria, even though on the website it said it kills the bacteria, <laughs> which I thought was Ooh, a lie. Are being lied to? We are. <laughs> it doesn't kill the bacteria. It just scrambles the bacteria's DNA so they can't reproduce. So the bacteria is still in there. It just can't oh, cool. reproduce. Yeah. And so it can't, you know, um, manifest cause diseases. Mm. But that's what we have in Wellington is the UV light treatment. I can't remember what the other one was. Chlorine, mm, something else. That I'm sure was very oh, we'll good. Back to that. Oh, yeah, I remember what it was. It was... They make ozones. They put oxygen in it. I don't know. It makes ozones. That's good. Okay. I don't really know a lot about that. But, yeah. A lot of, a lot of work goes into making our water safe to drink um, and obviously just kind of the management of water as well. So we mentioned a bit about where our water comes from, and this is going to be really fascinating for our large international listener base. Yes. But Wellington water comes basically from three rivers, three areas. For those of you who live in Wellington and want to know, basically from the Hutt Valley, um, just at the top, at the top of the Hutt Valley River. We get a lot of water from there. Then we get it from an underground aquifer near the city centre called the Waifetu. And then um, there's two rivers as well that um, contribute to our water, and that's um, the Orongorongo River and the Wainui Mamata River as well, which I think have joint flows which contribute to our water. And um, any, like, excess um, water is stored in two storage lakes. And Good. these are kept quite far away from us and there's a lot of laws about waters, bodies of water that we used for drinking usually you can't build anything on the sides of them or have any farms or anything nearby which is quite interesting a lot goes it into is. it and yeah and then a lot goes into how we treat our sewer systems as well what I thought was really interesting though was when I kind of did the looking at the history of sewage treatment is apart from the wastewater treatment systems that we can do now to redrink that water We've pretty much been doing the same thing for a very long time. Yeah. I think you focus on medieval London kind of sewage, which was really bad yeah. and was just pooing in the streets. Like I was on a site and it had all these examples from historical texts of like laws or rules which give you a feel for how often people were shitting and pissing yeah. like all these things about like it's not polite to interrupt someone while they're doing it or like <laughs> yeah or a rule in the court where no matter who anyone was after dinner they weren't allowed to uh i can't remember the word but like shit and piss in the halls like people just did it everywhere all the time and maybe that was a happier time yeah it wasn't a healthier time no but potentially less shame mm. but that was dark ages kind of style sewage treatment or sewage living but um, they've got, like, these flushing toilets from 3000 BC. Like, yeah. so many cultures have had covered sewage systems. Romans did have a very advanced sewage system. Yeah. Like, with pumps, you know, like, every house having a private toilet that was connected, just like ours, by a covered pipe to a main pipe that took it out to a, a body of water. So they had bodies of water, which took away the waste 
But apart from that, apart from like the difference in materials and whatever, the same idea I essentially. Like it makes total sense though. Yeah. Like, you know, when people started living closer together, obviously there was more waste that they – and more excrement all over the place and people were like, mm. what are we going to do with this? And I think the main one that people kind of are like, all right, we need to go sort this out is the fact that it smells bad. And people want to find ways to – be able to stop it from smelling bad. So I, I think, think that for the, ancient before like the, health, the health hazard would be very obvious as well. Yeah, and that's, the, yeah. that's the real thing. But even if it wasn't, I mean, just the fact that you don't yeah. want to be around something that smells bad. Mm. And you know, uh, we talked a little bit about why. Um, uh, well, quickly say this before we continue with the history. Yeah. Now that we're on this topic, um, why why human poo is so dangerous? Um, it's got a lot to do with the human biome, and we have trillions of microbes and bacteria that live within our bodies, and we have a lot in our digestive systems help with our digestion um, but they can contain a lot of pathogens and they can um, give us things like salmonella e coli cholera which i mentioned the first one typhoid and hepatitis there's like a lot of bacteria and that lives within um, our guts and bodies yeah. it's very dangerous for other people to have uh as well also things like hookworms like there's a lot of gross things within the human body and in that mm, kind of scale gross. as well it's not just kind of a stray poo every now and again. Yeah. Um, the likelihood of you coming across some sort of pathogen rises. And also just because wastewater contains, um, especially in our urine, a lot of nitrogen and phosphates. And that can be very harmful to biodiversity. Um, just, you know, we talked a bit about in the first half about why is it that campers go out to mm. a trail and they can't go. Well, if you think about it in a very simplistic form, they're not a part of that ecosystem. They're yeah. a new thing being introduced to that ecosystem. That ecosystem mm. works well as it is. You're taking a foreign body with a foreign diet and inserting all that of that into the ecosystem. And basically that's not a happy time. So, yeah. That only bears should, should in, in the woods. In defense, and popes, in defense of human poo, though, so it seems like there's a lot of debate on whether you can use it as fertilizer, with people saying that you can, yeah. in, in China especially, but also in other places, Japan as well. Um, human fertilizer has always been a huge thing that they've used. Yeah. Apparently, it did produce real results um, for helping the uh, soil be more fertile, but it also did lead to illness. Yeah. But it is like, and there was like some stuff that I was reading, like they are trying to introduce like safer forms of human fertilizer to use now. It's just the same thing that it's a hard one because you feel like a lot of the backlash against it. it could be justified or it could be because people are very grossed out by the idea of using our poo. We love the idea of using horses, not so much our poo. No. But yeah, people definitely say you can use it as fertilizer. Well, if you if you have a septic tank in your home, which is not as uncommon as you might think, I think in North America, it was something like 30% of North Americans use septic oh, wow. tanks. And basically, these are just tanks that are in your property or shared amongst a lot of people in which that waste sits in and slowly gets separated out. Mm. And basically, that gets kind of dug back into the earth and into, you know, back into the crops or anything like that. So essentially, it's just is using your waste. It's using a septic tank to separate it into its different parts so you can remove the water. Another cool thing that poo's been used for, well, not really cool, but I thought this was cool. I'm sure it's cool. It's not. <laughs> it's murder. <laughs> You'll see why. It's murder? Yeah, but they used to take... They hid a gun in it. <laughs> no, they made gunpowder out of it. Oh, really? So they to, yeah, they used to take them to nitrogen, nitrate pits. I have heard of this. And they'd make Ooh. the earth rich in nitrates from like the breaking down the chemicals in our waste. And then from that, they could turn it into gunpowder. So in like, um, I think more like 
coming into the industrial England, they used to do that with nitrate pits and human waste and turn it into gunpowder. This is everything I love. This mm. is uh, recycling and yeah. decreasing the human population. Recycling, reusing. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, my history is now more Wellington-based history because I wanted to know when the parks got put in. Kia <laughs> So Wellington was considered the worst drained city in New Zealand. How embarrassing. And there was a, I think an act, a public health act in 1872, 1872, um, which pretty much said that you had to have a working sewerage system and the councils had to provide it. What I thought was typical <laughs> was the businessmen of the day complained about it because they said it would increase rates. And I was like, this is just what it always is. Yeah. People get upset at something that's clearly a necessity and that the benefits are just going to outweigh the cons, but they complain because they think they're going to lose money. Yeah. And I'm here to say to the business community, <laughs> screw you guys. We want good waste management you. systems. Yeah, just start paying your taxes. <laughs> Let's fund things better. Um, and so, yeah, I think it was in the 80s. It was a bit later than that. It was 1893 to 1899. That was when our first kind of – it's changed a lot since then, but our first sewage system was put into Wellington. And from then, it's just been – Oh, it's been wonderful. Oh, no, it hasn't. I thought of my, my, my flat scandal. Ah. So I read all these articles online. This is my legal take on it. About people livid because they had been charged the cost of bursting pipes. Because the council in Wellington, it's different from the Hutt Valley, will not pay. If, you, if your pipe bursts, it's on your property. Or even like f- from like not even outside of your property boundaries, if it's the pipe that connects to the main pipe, that's your pipe, not the council pipe. And if it bursts, they won't cover the damage. So you'll have to pay thousands and thousands of dollars to cover it, which brings me into our flat scandal. We have a burst pipe on our property. Yeah, there's water though, not waste. Well, we don't know though. It could be it could be water from that. Oh, you mean the water that's collection down in a pool down at the bottom of it? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Who knows what that is? Well, no, and it said how to look out, like how to spot it. And it was like wet patches during dry days. This, it's been a hot summer here. That's been Ooh. wet every single day. It's definitely a burst pipe. It's probably the pipe from our house. And the council will not pay for that. That's on us. That's why us. we rent. <laughs> and that's why we rent. Yeah. Ah, that is that is really interesting. But yeah. I wonder People how, very many, angry about how it. many children put toys down the toilet to the point that the council was like, we're not taking care of this anymore. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. But like Hutt Valley's, like Potty River doesn't have the same laws. Yeah. They, they said it was unfair to do that. And I think they're right. I mean, the story is like you're having to 20 grand for a pipe that had burst outside of their own property boundaries, you know? Yeah. I'd be annoyed. We definitely have to be more careful about what we put down our pipes and that kind of stuff mm. and we can't just be flushing anything out of there no but yeah totally don't agree that we should like bear the, cr- the burden of paying for that it's um, an interesting one i was interested ha- just how much for like new zealand water systems and waste systems because i think i've said something stupid in the first half of the podcast about us not knowing anything about it because they don't want us to know anything about it but there's actually just so much there there's so mm. much like information like the ministry of primary industries the ministry for the environment um, has so m- much resources even like videos and stuff like that to understand more about how your waste management's work so get out there people yeah just go read don't listen to us <laughs> go read some articles um yeah and uh discover i don't know but make it part of your self-discovery journey yeah what is he poo up to? <laughs> what is it doing in Wellington if you are here? Um, one other like point as well is that I think that something that 
a more modern look into how we deal with our sewage. Okay, so this is the future perspective. Kind of. Like, I don't know a lot about what we should be doing next or what are better ways that we could be dealing with treatments and that kind of thing because mm-hmm. I don't know a lot of that about that in depth. But I do know that there is a lot more thought um, around – it's not just about – waste treatment put it back in the environment it's managing how much water we take out of the environment in the first place and then how much we release back in on the other end right so being more vigilant around you know how much water we use and then how much of this now treated water we are reintroducing because what's the difference well it's it's just that you know you're kind of you're messing up with the ecosystem because mm. everything is quite it's all balanced. about balance. Exactly. It's all about balance. It's all about making sure that we're using an ecosystem and we do have a problem with water and there are times where we use way too much water and there's a lot of people who have um, it in for the flush toilets. We're meant to run out of water within our lifetime. Yeah. we're That thought is petrifying. We always go here in this podcast. Petrifying. But yeah. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of people who are very angry at the flush toilet being a very ancient design that it is something that we've just it is very to, ancient. Three thousand BC. A lot of people are saying that there are other ways to deal with that problem that does not involve the. We actually of water probably we really use. should be. We really shouldn't be flushing towards anymore. Yeah. The, yeah. The words "run out of water" in our lifetime should be putting a lot more fear into people. Well, we just I might need paint them better. Town. We need better systems. Obviously, yeah. you know, to do we don't want like. I think nah. Away. I think go back to like London. Go back to digging to the holes. Open channels. Yeah, shitting everywhere. Laughing as the world burns, way poo. Yeah, <laughs> that's and the, the image I Thames like. River drives up, and um, everyone can see everybody else's poo. That's kind of—I <laughs> I don't really know about this, but there was that incident, the big stink in uh, London. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, I kind of saw this briefly, and apparently, it was a lot of what changed uh, to modern sewage systems in Europe was this incident where everyone just threw their waste into the Thames all the time. They had a particularly hot summer, and it evaporated a lot of the water from the river, and it just smelt so oh, bad. Oh my. The stuff that stays behind is all the human waste and everything. I think because we're not, like, mm, we need a better system. We're not exposed to awful smells in our life. We have, we have bad no. smells, but when you go to like a proper landfill, which is where some of the like stuff from like the sludge, the, some of like the big objects end up, which explains a lot. Yeah, the stench is like you can't be out there. Like it's like I couldn't even stand outside the car. Like it's so unbearably. Like hard to exist with that much smell. Actually, I was like, "This is gross." But I was thinking about that today when I was unclogging the drain. Yeah, and it's just oh, unclogged the drain yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah, yes. I was unclogged. Yeah, unclogged the shower drain, and I was just like, "This is disgusting." Yeah, and we think we're being so clean, flushing all the soap and stuff, but no. it just becomes scum, and it yeah. smells terrible, and it's like filled with hair. Ugh. And that's just the very beginning. That's Ugh. just the stuff that didn't like go down the drain. Yeah. So on that beautiful note. <laughs> I think I'm out of information. Uh, as am I. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Um, oh. <laughs> thanks so much. Thank we'll you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.